He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> you know, this is the second episode in a row that we've like matched outfits. Let's look at your boobs. Sure. Huh? Hey, boys. Yeah, you do look really like. If you're listening, I'll describe her outfit. <laughs> she is wearing a see-through mesh top with the cleavage <laughs> bounding over. Look <laughs> at that giggle. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to stop me. She likes this game. <laughs> what a way to kick off an episode. I don't even know what we're talking about today anymore. Well, I was talking about how we match. Like, we've synced up. Last we week. always are synced up, Jesse. I know, Even but- when we worked together... Uh, every morning we would somehow match. It's weird because we don't plan it. And we don't have the same taste in clothes. <laughs> I don't know. You just said we match colors. Right? We match colors. We always vibe well together. Since yeah. the first day we met, we vibed well on di- all different angles. Which is funny, you know, let's get Dr. Phil because we are an odd couple. Yeah. People always say that to me, like, you guys don't seem like you'd be friends, but we have a lot, just enough in common that makes us great friends. Right. I feel like on the outside, we have nothing in common, but in our dark, <laughs> dark souls, we have a lot in common. Welcome, new listeners. And it's a, it's, a, it's a very dark place that no one else can really go except for Jesse. <laughs> and Kris Jenner. She's there too. Oh, I'm crying already <gasps> did you watch kim kardashian's new interview on so, david letterman yes so david letterman if you have a chance go watch them on netflix uh, another one that i really really enjoyed was dave Chappelle. but the kim kardashian one i'm so sick of that family come on but okay i really enjoyed that interview me too i loved the way she dove into the oj simpson and how like her how it separated her family basically yeah. even though they were already separated but you know, it really created a divide in their family. Yeah. How her dad let her drive a car when she was 14. 14. Gotta love LA. Um, but my favorite part of the whole interview was Chris in the audience. Every few minutes they'd show Chris and she's just like glaring at and her. And Kanye with his <laughs> yeah. hoodie and, and sunglasses and all. Like, and I'm then not he, here. he got his own episode, which I didn't watch. His, I will say too, actually wasn't too bad. Okay. He, I think he was a little medicated that day proper, <laughs> like properly. Um, properly. But, he, <laughs> but the one thing I loved about it is he did talk a lot about his battles with being bipolar and how it feels. And so the thing I loved about those two, especially with someone like Kim and Kanye, is that it made them real for a second. Mm-hmm. It made you actually empathize with them. And then Kim turns around and goes on her 40th birthday party. Oh. Goes to, like... Honestly, girl, spend your money. I am saying, make it rain. I don't care what you do. But to turn around and make this like sappy like Instagram post about how it's been such a difficult world and this and that. It's like, yo, there's people that have no jobs right now. People that haven't seen their loved ones for a very long time. Like, go ahead, post pictures, but you don't need to like pretend that you've had, it's so hard during COVID. It's like, you don't need to try to be relatable when you're so unrelatable. Right. Just own it. It just seemed very tone deaf, even yeah. though I don't expect much more from them. <laughs> yeah. um, well, even during the interview when she's like, I got a lifetime supply of a hair extensions for one post. Right. <laughs> and he was like, how much does that post go? And she was just kept going up, 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 up. And then I don't like to talk about money. Yeah. My favorite part though, was when she described the Paris attack. I didn't realize how incredibly, because yeah. you know how she talks about that moment where she's like, and every woman, I got goosebumps saying this, but almost every woman has been in a situation where they've had to prepare themselves for something that's really horrible <gasps> yeah. that's going to happen. Uh-huh. And when she talked about it and she goes, I, I just said, okay, this is the moment I'm going to get raped. It is going to happen. Prepare yourself, prepare yourself on how to cope, <gasps> just get through it. And like that hit me. And I think every single, especially women, woman oh, yeah. 
that watched it on a very, very personal level. Like, oh yeah, and then she seemed very emotional. It was real. Yeah, and she even said, like, I don't know why I'm crying. I've talked about this so many times. It's so deep in there. You but know? I think it was the, the interview. Like, it, it was the the way that where she was. She wasn't in this massive studio. It was an intimate audience. Yeah. You know, Dave is really good at getting his guests to relax. So friendly. And yeah, and then the Dave Chappelle one was really good because he talked a lot about the small little Ohio uh, town in Ohio that he lives in. Oh yeah. And how, what a cool history it has when it comes to like civil rights and stuff and they've always been this super liberal town in like the middle of ohio like nowhere okay and they did the interview in front of the town oh and i think he grew up there too it was just very heartwarming oh, check it out very hard i've only watched the kim one. Oh, and i watched robert downey jr because it auto played right after and i was too stunned okay. to change the channel i watched the kim one i watched the dave chappelle one i watched kanye you know i don't know how i feel about dave's beard and his whole Aesthetic right Man, now. he's old. Yeah, I guess. Let him do what Let he wants. Let him do what he wants. He's All covering right. those wrinkles with hair. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, he's as loved as Santa anyways. Might as well look like him too. It's true. Mm -hmm. The eyes are a little red. I did like when he was talking about how drunk he was growing up. Like how he was always belligerent. Made me feel a bit better about, well, us. <laughs> Hi! Happy Halloween tomorrow if you're listening to this when it comes out on Friday. Tonight is called Mischief Night. I had to think about that for a sec. Oh yeah, because this, this is your time of year. Gay Christmas, baby! Yeah, I just haven't felt it that much this year, but it's hard to get into it. I should have decorated my apartment. We should have done it one night and like live streamed it or some shit. I don't know. I said it's made it sound so fun. I'm yeah, really you really that. sold that. The most exciting thing I'm doing is watching Bette Midler's special with my mom on Zoom. <laughs> Sorry, you're watching Bette Midler's yes. special? Oh, that's amazing. $10 if you want to come. <laughs> okay, $10 I'm not, to I watch know. Bette Midler. <laughs> um, I the gays understand. I learned something, another way to make money. Oh, okay, I'm listening. Um, apparently, there's a dating app or a dating site where you stream. And people like pay. It's not OnlyFans. Oh, I was gonna say that exists. No, Jenna. what it's called? It's called B B Goo. I texted. I go B I G O. Yes. Oh, I've seen that. Yes, and apparently, like you just do a stream and you could do whatever you want. Like I know a guy and he plays piano, and oh. people give you money and like. I guess it's a dating app. Like they can, I don't know the dating part of it. But I was like, what would I do? Because I can't play an instrument. So what, what would I do? And he was like, you're pretty enough. You could just sit in front of it and people would give you money. And it made me think of you, which is why I texted you. Oh, that I could do that? Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to what me. What if we both just sat here and looked pretty? Yeah, we could. We should try. What have we got to lose? Right? Somebody was texting me that uh, some big stuff. Who cares about dignity? Could... Yeah. Well, I mean, hello. Have you Lost listened to that this shit? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, another, you just made me think of a show on Netflix. Uh, maybe you watched it called, fuck, what's it called? Cam Girls or something about gir Cam Girls. Are you sure that one was on Netflix? Yes, I'm telling you. And it's fascinating about, well, Cam Girls. And it goes into the girls that want to get into the business. And it, it kind of glamorized it and made me be like, hmm. Maybe this wouldn't be so bad, OnlyFans. Well, you know what? I could do a Cam Girl thing if it was just like my feet. Well, these, this girl, it was spanking, feet, eating What is things. A chick eat, shoves her face into loaves of bread. So, like, we would do that. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't even eat the bread. She just literally takes the bread and shoves it in her face and gets paid lots of money to do it. Uh, what do you think that is, you know? Guys that get off on just... I don't know, but that would be really fun just every morning. Like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I smash my face into bread. Yeah. As Jenna said that, she fixed her bra, perked her tits up. We are ready, I think, for OnlyFans. 
Action Counts Members. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube and you can <laughs> see we're starting. And it's free and right it's, now. For now, yeah, it might not always be that way. Here, I'll bounce. My oh no, I can't. Shirt's not tight enough. I almost can do that pec flex thing. I didn't do the pec flex. I just jiggled. I know you did. I'm right here. <laughs> okay, speaking of sexy, let's get to our first story. What do you think the sexiest Halloween costume is this year or of all time? Well, it's more like well, they gave both, but like I'm Nurse. talking more type of costume. Slutty. <laughs> Like yeah. you can be, literally, you turn anything into a slutty, slutty version of it. Just lingerie and animal ears of any kind. Right. Well, I switched out the slutty for instead. My go-to was um, in university too. Not what? literally, but it was being a walk of shame. How'd you do that? So I wore like a boy's pair of boxers. I wore the, a dress shirt with like lipstick on the collar. Oh, cute. Kind of unbuttoned, wrinkled. Um, I had like one earring, my hair kind of messy, mascara run. That's really clever because then when you're actually doing the walk of shame, everyone just thinks it's your costume. I wish I was that naughty. Oh, please. You had a uniform like Britney. I know how naughty you are. <laughs> God, what is with men? Even gay men are, have a thing for well, it's because of girls' Britney. <laughs> private school uniforms. It's either because they love Britney or we wish we had one. <laughs> right. Britney's was uh, yellow and maroon? No, it was gray and white and red pinstripes. No, maroon. It was maroon. Oh, was it for maroon? For sure, pinstripes? yeah. Oh, yeah, the blazers. I so remember. I did have a similar kilt to her, then. Yeah, you did. Ugh, God, I wish. See? Even if I could find it, there's no effing way I would have fit in it. That was 1999. Well, maybe you could wear it as, like, a garter. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a... A, a choker. <laughs> yeah. A dickie. I'm starting yeah. a new style, folks. It's a new trend. Well, the according to dating.com, never heard of it, almost three-quarters of people say it. Funny costumes are the most sexually attractive. Oh, I thought you meant like that I was more attractive. I thought you just meant in general it's the sexiest. Well, that's what I meant. Um, when a guy... Okay. I agree. I think when it comes to men... Funny. Yeah, and I think men are so taken aback because girls always do the slutty thing. So when a woman does show up in like a smart yes. costume, but you can get too smart with them. Where they're hard to figure out. Yeah, we have this. We have this really brilliant girl that lived uh, used to work with us. She was a copywriter. She's just amazing, Courtney. Yeah. And she came to my Halloween party. I had this is before I knew you. Better. And uh, um, and she had like a cloud, and I can't remember what she was, but it was one of those that you kind of had to like. Pee. Oh, now I get it and sound it out. Hers I got, but Alexa's husband's was like way up above everyone's. What was something it? staunchy pilot. I don't know what it was. Well, something only straight guys would understand. Yeah, um, but I appreciate the effort, you know? I saw a great one this year. It was a clip, like a woman's clip, but it was, you know, Pennywise. It was his head with a big vagina around your body. So you're a clit. Do you get it? Like, <laughs> yes, I <clit>. get it. <laughs> Just funny because most men don't know where those are. <laughs> nor do they might even know what they look like yeah well i'm one of them so <laughs> right just go watch big mouth <laughs> yeah uh but i think funny costumes are the same thing as like when a woman like can pound a whole plate of wings or something and it impresses a man that's the same sort of vibe like ooh. when you eat your wings how much meat do you leave on the bone oh very little i literally scrape mine dry yeah you i don't even i don't like the cartilage pieces, i eat the cartilage eat i think that's cool funny costumes uh way to go it's a good lesson. Show your personality. Be yourself. I wonder what straight guys like, though, when yeah. it comes to women in costumes. This was for both. Dating.com. Heterosexual Oh, so both site. of them like funny costumes. That's what it says. Um, I saw the most amazing costume. 
uh, a friend of mine did it and I saw it on Facebook and she was dressed up as Myra Rose, <gasps> but from the Crows movie. Oh, <laughs> I just the, watched that episode. With the shirt, the white shirt on where she's ah! like this all the oh. Yeah. It was brilliant, very simple, but amazing. Oh, that is amazing. Okay, so uh, more than half of people surveyed said political costumes are the least attractive, even if they're funny. I would agree. Because it just creates like tension. It's like you're asking for people to be like, you know, I or start conversations. Yeah, about let's just keep it fun and gory. Now, I think there's if you were Trump, there's a lot of places you could go with that, you know, but that's been done it's like four played, years ago. Yeah. Trump was being done before he was even president of the US. Yeah. You know, it, you're fired. We're done. <laughs> it's over. He's got the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> That's my favorite line of his that they keep playing. Yeah. But, you know, like, I would veer away from that. I also would, if, although, if I, never mind. We're not going to. Oh, come on. Now. Come on. Come on. I just talked what I call my dick pics on my phone last episode. I, uh, yeah. I was talking to my friend, and she's, like, uh, brown. And she was like, this year I would have dressed up as... Justin Trudeau, but in blackface. Oh, that's risky. Well, he was in the Borat movie. But you know what I mean? Like, and I laughed so hard because I was like, because she's like, was, I wouldn't paint my skin or anything. Like, I am brown. So but she'd like, just be a genie. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And then if you're in, around any sensitive people, you can say, oh, what, what's the problem? I'm just a genie. Yeah, I am, I'm Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin, that's what he was. Yeah. Yeah. This survey also found one in five single people use a picture of themselves in their costume as a dating profile picture. Never. No. <laughs> I've never done that either. I don't even think I have a picture of me in costume. The last time I really went balls to the wall was that year that I had the big party and I dressed up as um, Day of the Dead. Oh. I made my whole head piece from like with my own hands. Wow. <laughs> Not with someone else's, my own hands. <laughs> um, I did and it had like all these red flowers with spiders coming out. I'll show you it one day. Oh. I still kept it. And, but my friend had just passed away before. Oh. So that kind of took the wind out of Halloween for me for a while, but it's yeah, been like right. four years now. So maybe it's time to like move forward. <laughs> well, and yeah. it's not like he passed away on Halloween, but you know, it's just that general time of year. You feel it, the smells. You feel it, the, you feel it. You yeah. feel, you know, the weather's changing. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. We're locked down. Wait, I know. Sorry. That's sad. Happen. I don't know. Well, that, but that is what Halloween's for. And in Mexico, it's a big celebration because they don't believe they're dead or gone. Right. That's why they dig right. them up every like right. five years. Right. Weird. All right. I got to take a step. Hang on. Next headline. A guy steals $1,000 in items from Walmart by hiding a Kool-Aid packet in his hand. Does that make sense to you? I'll give you a minute. Figure it out. How do you think? I figured it out right away. So easy. And genius. But not really because he got caught. <laughs> Wait, he stole $1,000 worth of items with only a Kool-Aid pack in his hand? Well, he had the items also. But I'm sorry, but like Walmart, I know it's your place. I know it's your I, jam. It is. And I don't mean to insult anyone who shops at Walmart, but there's a reason you shop there. Because items are cheap. So That's to right. leave with $1,000 worth of items from Walmart? I know. Like, it's not like you're walking out with a big screen TV or an electronic. Yeah. It is cheap. So how are you going to walk out with $1,000 worth of stuff without being seen? I'll tell you. I'm so glad you asked. Why, thank you, Jesse. This guy hid a packet of Kool-Aid in his hand, so he pretended he was scanning big items at the self-checkout, and every time, boop, scanned the Kool-Aid pack. I've never heard of anyone doing anything similar to that at all. Ever. Isn't that genius? 
So it made all of his purchases. You're telling me you've never done that? I've never done that. I've straight up like just stolen something at the self-checkout, but I've never like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried to scan a different price. Well, do they still go? Because I haven't done anything like that since I was in like college. Um, but do they still? Bitch, like, they didn't have self-checkouts. Uh, in Alabama, oh, they did. Oh, of course. We had, a, me. we had one place to get your groceries, to get your food, your grocery, or your groceries, everything. CVS? And that was super Walmart. Not just Walmart. Oh. Super Walmart. Oh, God. The States was so ahead of their time. I know. Um, but before, like, you couldn't put anything in the bag without it going ding, 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 because the weight would uh, change. Yeah, just, yeah. Did they change that, though? No, uh, well, see, now I'm really going to have to out myself. The one time I tried- Wouldn't be your to, first time out <laughs> I was buying, like, multiple chocolate bars, so I put in, like, the quantity three when there was four, and the weight thing did happen, but then when it goes boop, boop, and you call the rep over, I was like, I don't know, look, you could see I scanned the chocolate, and they don't care. They were like, oh, yeah, you did. They oh. don't give a shit about a chocolate bar. Yeah, so that's what I took, but- They're also like, I don't get paid enough to care. What it's a fucking it? pandemic. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh, we're such good role models. Someone put us back on the radio for your children to listen to. So, <laughs> so this we're guy. almost like we're almost like Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to that, though. Like on oh, the yeah. radio, we were we were quite mommy filtered. We could clean it up. We did clean it up. We did it a lot more than what I, some of the shit I hear today on radio. Oh yeah. So, all right. So everything. But we, we can't talk about oral though. <laughs> I, I love oral. <laughs> I couldn't even say the word junk without getting called into the office. Okay, so don't even start. So this made everything ring up for this guy at twenty-four cents. Um, so his total was under twenty-five dollars with a thousand dollars worth of items. But what items were they? Again, if you look and you're like twenty-five dollars, there's a difference when you spend a twenty-five dollars versus a thousand when you're walking yeah, out. I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't list what he took, but it must have been stuff like. AirPods, $379. Yeah, but you can't get those unless <laughs> they take them out. I don't know what it was. I don't know. And they usually bring them in that little cashier area in the back. Don't they have it? If it's super electronic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't Chocolate almonds add up, but a thousand? I want to know. I think this story depends on the... I want well, a list of what you stole. Well, here's how he got caught. I can tell you that. A security guard spotted him. Vitamins? And, and Oh, maybe. Maybe supplements, like that, bringing a 60 bucks a, a bottle. I think a thousand dollars... Yeah, that would be. Well, I was like, protein's like $40. No, you're right. 20, 20 like bottles that are 60 bucks would do it. 20 bottles of protein on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, he wouldn't have been caught except for the fact that a security guard recognized him because he's stolen from this Walmart before. So they knew he was to keep a close eye on what he was up to. But if it was like you or me, somebody out there, try this. It's going to be me. You know that. <laughs> I, I was doing it for my podcast. I was experimenting. <laughs> So they caught him and uh, he was arrested as he was leaving the store. Here's his mug shot. I hope it comes up. Like before I even look at him. Oh, he's hot. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't look at this before. Before I even look at him, oh, I gotta yes. say that to go back and rob the same store like multiple times is not fucking that smart. Yeah, but it's also a testament to Walmart how many times he got away with it that he was that confident. Right. Okay, yeah. let's see him. Come on. Am I that horny in quarantine? Up. Look, he looks built like he's got a good bod. It's really weird. He looks like a mix of two of my friends. The one that we were just talking about that passed away. Oh. And my other friend, Ben. <laughs> Maybe he faked his own death and he went stealing at Walmart. Right? Wouldn't be my first friend that faked his own death. <laughs> She's got a story for I think he's quite... I would let him take me God, on God, he looks like Dane. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, And you so just weird. mentioned him. And is around the same time that he passed away, too. Happy Halloween. Do, 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 do. Or what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the 
Is it my turn now? Have you? Yes, it's your turn. Have you watched the new Unsolved Mysteries yet, by the way? Uh, yes. I, I, you know what? I didn't watch it carefully enough, so I want to go back and rewatch it again. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the first season. I, I, I um, okay, where did I put my... So what do we want to start with first? Because uh, one's a quick one. You know what? We'll save that one for last. I really want to go over this because I know someone out there empathizes with me or feels the way I do. Have you ever been the person that never is the one to get married? <laughs> like, as in, you're the one, like, so for example, I have a joke where I say, I am your last pit stop before you get married. Because multiple exes of mine, the next person they date, they married. I forgot you always say that line. So there was... Look, look at your name and Well, might as well and say their names. Is there any more? I'm trying to think if there was any more. She's at seven for net right now. Right? <laughs> so I was thinking, like, maybe I'm just this girl or woman that no man wants to marry. They just want to be in a relationship with. And then, like, they just can't picture me in the future, maybe. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's too, I'm too laid back. Anyways, I've ran all these things through my head. But so wait. I was so happy to find this the other day. Let me weigh in. Two things. Maybe it's because you spend too much time with your gay best friend. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> And the second thing is, I love that you say that line. You haven't said that in years. Uh, we'll say it again. Gotta uh, risk it to get the biscuit? No. <laughs> last girl before marriage, because Joan Rivers, my idol, God right. bless your soul, has a book called Last Girl Before the Freeway. And um, every time you said that, I was like, oh my God. I'm the pit stop before yeah. you go into your committed, loving relationship Which for is the rest of your life. And I'm just left by myself. I think it's because well, that came from a very sad. <laughs> no, but you're you, and I feel I lump myself into this category. Is we are unique personalities, and it takes a certain type of man to handle all this. You know, you're not a basic bitch, and so yeah. But you know, what was I watching? I was, oh, who was it that said I am? Oh, she's a host on one of those daytime talk shows. She's Asian. She goes, I'm Jenny Mai, I think, or some, her last name's Mai, I think, M-A-I. Okay. Anyway, she was talking about her husband. She says, I'm submissive to my husband. Ooh. And I said, like, a lot of women are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not, like, erase 50 years of Feminism. history here. And she goes, no, no, no. She goes, let me explain. And I completely related. And she goes, in my everyday life, I'm a businesswoman. I work hard. I boss. But when I get home, like, I want to be submissive. I want, I don't want to be that business leader and that, that boss. I want to be a wife and I want to, you know, it makes me feel happy to in turn do those wifely things. Like, you know, and I was like, that's, that's, you're right. Yeah. You know, just cause you're one way in your everyday life doesn't mean you're going to be like that in a relationship. And sometimes it switches because <laughs> I've heard of women being unhappy with a relationship starting that way. And then the man all of a sudden when they have kids is like, go ask your mother and you know lazy dad my right. dad was like that right. and it's like well what happened you used to be the man of the house now it's ask your mother sometimes a woman wants just to chill and be like you yeah. make a fucking decision so i found this article and it actually breaks it down so this is going to be a little longer so you know what i might not even do my other story because it's not even that fun so she said she found an article really she took notes from a self-help book she's reading is that did i get it no no <laughs> it was an article but it was one of those like uber fact articles or okay. whatever we had to, like oh. click through slides okay but they backed almost every single one up every single one was so relatable understandable and they backed it up with surveys and stuff and what is it about again why so it's seven see reasons why women what? oh sorry seven reasons why the women men date aren't the ones they marry 
Okay. And they had like pictures of, remember um, Prince Harry before Meghan Markle? Was he wild. was with No, he was oh. with that other blonde girl, whatever her name was, for five, six years. Why didn't he marry her? He was with Meghan for one and then got married. Like, you know, like it's crazy. You always well, wonder that. I was with a, my ex in university for like five years. And then he left me and got together with a woman he had just met for like the past five months. Well, I was with my ex for 14, so I'm ready. Where's my right? ring, bitch? But you know what? I wonder if some of that's to do with age because men and women get to a certain age. Well, you, I'm going to tell you the reason. Okay, right I can't now. wait. Number one is that it's not that you weren't the right one, it's just that it wasn't the right time. Uh -huh. So uh, someone went on social media on Twitter and posted this opinion that men get married not when they meet the love of their life, but when they're ready to start a family. Um, so this Twitter user that posted it was really interested in this theory, asked the men to comment on it, and almost unanimously, men admitted that they had a relationship they regretted ending, but it didn't stop them from getting married when they had a fitting woman to become their wife. Uh, scientists say that the best age for starting a family, too, is from 28 to 32. Yep, after this time, the chances that a man will get married will drop, and after the age of 42... It's like a zero chance you're going to get married. So I have to get married soon or else I'm never going to get married. <gasps> or then it's like you're seen, you're married. You're like, you know, no. oh, no. But, but if you think back on some of, well, it's hard for you to do that because you haven't had lots of relationships. But when for if you're listening right now, think back to a lot of your relationships. Like if you went and maybe did it now, it might have had a different outcome than ending. Yeah, maybe. Right? So that makes sense. It's just, it's, it's, it's not that you weren't a good match it's that you just weren't good at that moment yeah well i mean hey listen a relationship that lasts five years or 14 years obviously we did something right at right, some point right <laughs> um also another reason why uh the women men date aren't the ones they marry is because there's no way to build a family just based on physical attraction well, that's true. If you wanted to build a family with everyone you wanted to just sleep with, I'm pretty sure, like, it well, would wait be a the minute. worst family combination ever. But what I just heard is, you're too basic, bitch, because you might be hot, but he doesn't want to marry you because... Your personality sucks, or you just don't have great traits, or what his... Like, you could... It could be that you're an amazing person, he's an amazing person, but he wants to raise his child one way, and you want to raise another. Like, just... You can't be a family. It doesn't mean you can't be attracted to each other. It's just when it comes to realistically looking at it, it may not be a yeah. great match at the end of the day. Um, this, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I want to ask you a personal question, but I don't know if it's too personal because I didn't clear it with you off air, but I'm going to ask it, which is, you know, when little girls grow up, they always think, oh, I'm going to get married, have a hundred kids, maybe, you know, one or two. As you get older and we're still dating and now we're, you know, 31, does that shift at all? And you think, okay, maybe I won't have kids and that's okay. Or do you- I'm not there yet. Okay. That you have shifted it. I'm not completely shifted yet. Because you're still young enough. Yeah. You've still got 10 years. Exactly. But I've also always said that, do I want a family? Yes. If it doesn't happen, am I going to beat myself up over it and hate myself for it? No. It just meant that it wasn't, it, it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, I kind of just have to like, literally put it into fate's hand because if I go out and start forcing it and try to force meet someone and then it's all then my intentions aren't right my intentions are to get impregnated by you my intentions aren't because I actually want to get to know you first and then see if I can 
have a family with you. Yeah, but you know, when you leave it to fate too much, you told me this, which is, I said, no, none of these guys are giving me that crush feeling or the butterflies that I want from when I first fell in love. And you said, at this age, those butterflies are dead, honey. Yeah. <laughs> They've been in your stomach too uh, long. You know, although I, I have to kind of rewind on oh. that a little bit. Oh, oh. You know, oh. they're still alive in there, I think. You got something to tell me after. Okay. All right. Um, another reason that he just didn't marry you after a long time dating is because the opinion of his friends and parents can affect his decision. I oh, think yeah. that's what came down to my college boyfriend, too. Although, like, I'm so glad we never got married. Well, this is the one you caught cheating and trashed as a partner. Oh, I know. Is it? Multiple times. <laughs> oh, it was him? Yeah. Oh. But I do think family and friends had a lot to do with it. And, mm. and, and, and it's true. You know, Indian matchmaker, she says it's not the uniting of two people, it's the uniting of two families. Yeah. If the families can't get along, this relationship won't work. I would never want to be in a relationship with someone that didn't get along with my family. Yeah, like I think for me, if, the, if I found other family was homophobic, it would be right. a deal breaker. Exactly. Um, number four is men are sure that women are totally satisfied. Do you want me to say that again? Yes. <clears throat> Men are sure that women are always satisfied. So hear me out. Psychologists claim that couples that have few con conflicts in the very beginning don't have a future. So people shouldn't be afraid of expressing their opinions. The women that prefer to be silent about their wish wishes never actually get the wedding ring. 73% of future wives admit that they press their significant others and insisted on getting married instead of just waiting for their boyfriend to propose to them on their own. This was where I think I run into a, my big issue is I am very laid back. I do not want to have a conflict unless there's an actual legitimate reason to have a conflict. This is reminding me of the Halloween costume thing again, you know, or the woman that eats a whole plate of wings. Men like girls that say what the hell they want. Right. And if you got a problem, say it. And I think when you're younger, that's a little bit harder because when you're in your 20s, if you're ready for a family, it doesn't necessarily mean someone else in their 20s is. And that might scare them off. So as women, we kind of hold that back and don't say that that's what we want. But as you get older and the time starts ticking, then you're like, okay, this is what I want. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, this is, fuck, dating is so hard because I just thought of something. Sometimes on Grindr, <laughs> it's, it's largely a hookup app, but occasionally you run into a guy that's like looking for a relationship. And to me, that's sort of a red flag like you who puts that out there right away, even though I wouldn't mind a boyfriend. But so sometimes it can backfire. Like here are these poor guys putting it out there. And then some jerk like me is like, oh, you're saying you want a relationship? Right. No. So I don't know. There's got to be a happy balance. Exactly. It's hard. Um, also, living together decreases the chances of getting married. And we, oh. our generation was definitely brought up on you live together, you test, uh, drive it, <coughs> COVID, yeah. before you... <laughs> it's not. We've been tested. You take it for a t test drive before... No, that anal swab was not <laughs> oh, a shit. COVID Did test. I do it wrong? <laughs> Damn it. Um, you know, because that's what we, like, our parents, they didn't really move in together right away. No. If they did, it was very secretive and, or. Because she got pregnant. But now, yeah. <laughs> that was but now mom. these days, like, it, it is, it's almost the norm. Yeah. You live together for years sometimes before you get married. So psychologists warn women that they should be very careful about this idea because most men make a uh, proposal 22 months after being after the beginning of the relationship. And after this period, the chances decrease by 20%. And three years later, this number is only 50%. And after seven years, it's 0% chance of getting married. Really? If it, they said it's because 
Well, what's the if point? You, if you move in, you're basically just giving him. <laughs> <laughs> she just hit the mic and went flying. Okay. You're giving him, like, so a lot of the time they say that a man will propose to, like, solidify the relationship. But if you've already moved in, that relationship's already solidified, so they don't feel the necessity to, like, make it official. Yeah. And think about that. A lot of the pressure does come from the woman to make it official, more yeah. so than the man. In their mind, and this is my dad, my parents have been together since they were 21 years old, so 44 years, and they have not ever been married. Haha, <laughs> Jenna's a bastard. I am. I remember <laughs> kids making fun of me in uh, elementary school about that. Thanks. But now you're not the only one out there, because I think there's a lot of couples. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, and... So it, it makes sense because he was like, what? It's just a piece of paper. It's exact words. Yeah. Why am I going to spend a bunch of thousands of dollars for other people to party on my bill? Well, you know, there's a reason your dad's got money. It's I not because he gives it away. Right. So, I, you know. It's Thank God, because if he did, who knows where we would be. <laughs> and especially because now that in Ontario, at least, you're common law at six months. Six months. Your common law, I thought, way less than that. Is it less now? I thought it was like three months. Oh, maybe it is. But, but you have to be on each other's taxes and shit, though, don't you? Well, I, maybe that's the difference. You can mm. file taxes together at three months, but if you live together, because I remember when I, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I wanted that couch, and I thought about fighting for it. Right. But I just got my own, which is not as nice. Um, another reason that men just didn't marry you after dating you for so long is because a woman is convenient for this period of time, but not for the future. That's kind of like timing. Yeah, but it says a convenient woman who uh, a woman who doesn't require much and that will always meet him halfway is not enough for his life. It doesn't challenge him. It doesn't encourage him to be better. So if you're just complacent all the time, which is a lot of my deal, it's you know letting a guy be a guy. No, you yeah. have to still bug them, still maybe not nag them, but you know get on their case, encourage them to work out, tell them when they're looking good after they work out. You know, but how, and you're right. How many times have you seen in the movies where a woman's a total bitch and she walks out of the room and the guy's like, Oh, I like her. Right. Like men like a bit of that. I guess. I just feel like I'm too old for that. To be a bitch. Yeah. And like, I feel like <laughs> you if, can't help if it. we're going to fight, but if we're going to fight, I want that to be an, a legitimate argument. I don't want to waste argument and that negative energy on things that like Putting right. the toilet seat down, although I want to fucking kill you every time you come over to my house and leave the toilet seat up. The worst was I had two gays at my house last weekend, you and our other friend. So you were outnumbered. none of you ever put the toilet seat down. Majority rules. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it means using the negative energy, but just stuff like if he puts ketchup on his craft dinner, give yeah. him a hard time about that. Be like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't just act like it's all cool. Yeah. Even though I'm an aggressive person at times, I am very anti-con, like non-confrontational. Yeah. Right? She'll just stab you in your back. <laughs> That's why you're still friends with me, hey? Well, not me. You've I tried never to get rat rid of ratty. <laughs> yeah, right. And the last one is not all relationships are supposed to end with a wedding. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's kind of what you were talking about earlier with the stereotype that women grow up with. And it says girls grow up with the stereotype that in a relationship, if a relationship is long, it can only have one end, and that's forming a family and getting married. Um, Men rarely have the same stereotype. They don't think that way. So it's just this huge misunderstanding between sexes. Huh. All right. And there you have it. So I've got a lot of self-improvement to do. I, so. uh, I basically read that whole list to you so that I had it in my notes. <laughs> so I can refer to it next time I happen to like talk okay. to a man, you know. Um, 
Okay, you have another story, but we're going to finish with it because it's a good one. I think I know what it is. Yeah, it's not that good, though. Oh, it's not, it's okay, only do it that now. headline. The headline's the only good part. <laughs> do it now. And I'm like, sure a lot of people saw it because it was up. Uh, the headlines what got me all excited. It's Yeah, it's not as exciting, so we'll just rip through it quickly. Uh, German police shut down 600-person fetish party due to COVID-19 regulations. Woo! So this went down in Berlin, and you know that Germany is like, Full of freaks, right? Yeah, red light district. Oh baby. yeah, no, that's Amsterdam. Am- oh, is that a different? I thought that yeah. was in Germany. No, no, no. Is Amsterdam in its own country? Uh, Netherlands. It's in Holland. Oh right, of course. I should know Tulip Festival. Okay, <laughs> we'll just keep rolling forward. Yep. I've never, um, left, I've never left Ottawa. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they broke up what they described police as a fetish party made up of more than six hundred people uh, for violating the COVID restrictions. Although the gathering, it was outside. So this was a 600-person gathering outside. Police said that the venue that they were at was too small for people to be, like, properly physically distancing. Germany's rates are a little bit on the rise now, but they've been pretty decent so far, so... And and it's important to note it was a fetish party, not an orgy. Right. Uh, They say here... uh, Here's what happened. The venue is firing back at the cops on Facebook and is being like, hey... um, an open-air event took place in a courtyard. It was 3,500 square meters big, this courtyard. So it was massive. They go, we were well within the regulations. Oh. And not only are they upset about that, but they're also mad at cops for calling it a fetish party in the first place. Because they said, this event, uh, the event served as a meeting point for the community. We find it reprehensible to declare this a fetish party. Well, so it wasn't even a fucking fetish party. It was probably like oh. just a bunch of community people coming together, you know, like wanting to get to know. Even so, a community, regardless of what it is, is a community. <laughs> okay, but they've had to get the fetish from some, was at least one guy in a puppy mask. Maybe because everyone was obliging by or uh, obliging. Obliging. Was following rules. In a mask. And we're wearing masks. (laughs) Well, if it was a fetish party, that was the first time cops ever arrested a group of people willingly wearing handcuffs already. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) Right? So that's why I was disappointed in that story. Yeah, Yeah, they they set it up just to knock it down at the end. All right. right. Well, how's this uh, since we're working on our dating lives? Dim romantic lighting. Are we always working on our dating lives or not? Because if we are, we're just really bad at it. One of these days, we're going to come on here and be like, guess what? I'm seeing I'm getting married. (laughs) And it's to each other. (laughs) Cheers. You can't afford a rock big enough for me, honey. Not yet. Again, someone put us on TV. Notice how I didn't say back on the radio that time? (laughs) (laughs) TV's got more money. So dim romantic lighting can make food taste shitty. This is also very short. Really? Because like every high-end restaurant has dim candlelit lighting. Well, you know, this uh, study from the Netherlands, by bulbs.ca, <laughs> they found that romantic lighting can actually make food taste worse. Quote, guests in the bright lit conditions rated overall taste as more intense as opposed to the guests in the dim lighting. <laughs> Did you need that quote? Because I really already said that three times. <laughs> The researchers say it's because food is really a multi-sensory experience, so it helps you enjoy your food if you can see it, smell it, taste it, and sometimes even touch it. Have you seen that thing called eating in the dark? No. <laughs> uh, there's restaurants, and I don't know where, but where you do your whole meal in the pitch black. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have to like feel around and pick your food up and eat it. See, that would be... See, remember when ketchup came out with green and purple in like the 90s? 
Mind over matter, man. It, apparently it was the same, but no. It, exactly. The, the look of it made it totally different, but the flavor was the same. And me and my friends would do the Pepsi Coke challenge with it, and I could not tell the difference, but seeing purple right. ketchup I could fries, always do the Pepsi Coke challenge. Oh, that one's easy. Pepsi's fizzier and Coke's sweeter. Coke's sweeter, but the, if, you're, if it's Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi's sweeter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it still fizzier? That was the big thing for me. I always found Pepsi was fizzier. Uh, I think any diet soda actually is legitimately super fizzy because I was reading, reading another one of those Uber facts the other day because I have so much time on my hands apparently. <laughs> and uh, it was about flight attendants, things flight attendants want you to know. And one is like, stop ordering Diet Coke. It's the hardest drink to drink, uh, pour on a plane because it's, it's so fizzy. twice as fizzy. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That was kind of a boring do, do, story. Do. Yeah, it was. Okay, I'll finish with this one, which is also kind of boring. Oh, we have one more because our our wine's up to you. Okay, this one's really, really quick. COVID dating terms. There's some new terms. You know, we've had to learn Fuck me. <laughs> that's just Jenna's. <laughs> we've had to learn ghosting, catfishing, you know, over the years. We've been doing these lists since we started together. Oh my god, it like, uh, yeah, three, four years ago. I think one of the first ones was cupping season. And now that's it is so, cupping season. That's right. Hey boys. So now the pandemic Cuff me. <laughs> In more ways than one. So the COVID pandemic has, wrong with us? has given birth to some new dating here. <laughs> COVID worthy. First one on the list. A quality potential match. Uh, oh, that's a term? COVID worthy? COVID worthy. So like, remember from Seinfeld, sponge worthy? Is he worth using a sponge on? Right. I was like, is he worth getting COVID for? Oh! Is okay. he worth risking an in-person date? COVID okay. worthy. Next one, sexually distancing when you heroically pause your sex life so you don't spread corona. Heroically. <laughs> so heroic. We are, yeah, we're freaking I'm heroes. I'm a fucking hero. <laughs> oh, here's one that's real hard to figure out. Virtual date. Okay, or keep going. Quarantine and chill when you hunker down with a romantic prospect, partly out of boredom, partly out of horniness. These are stupid. Last one. Antibody boy, antibody girl. What about antibody them? Oh, obviously this is an American study because in Canada we're way more progressive. This is a are term. We? <laughs> hopefully. Keep it moving. This is a term people are putting to their dating apps, hoping it leads to more matches. So basically saying they've had COVID and recovered so now they have antibodies yeah but you do realize that people have gotten it twice exactly so this whole list was a waste of time fucking world is filled with stupid people i know but let's just you know let's just be happy that uh there's enough of them oh god and we solicit dates on this podcast i still haven't gotten one from the podcast so. neither have i actually so maybe we yeah anyways all, all right, right let's, cheers let's go shop for those rings cheers cheers you better start saving your pennies now because, uh, <laughs> you know, I do want a big rock. Me too.